two, one. Let's go. It's time to dad up. Welcome to the Dad Up Podcast. The podcast for dads about dads being dads. Get ready for exciting guests talking about their experiences of parenting, the good and the not so good. Bang that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And let's get started. Here is your host, Brian Ward. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm excited for the guest that I have on. Um, his name is Adam Farrell. And, you know, it's interesting. He has an interesting story, and I'm excited to dive right in. So I wanted to welcome Adam to the show. Welcome to the show, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, I, you know, honestly, you and I have kind of connected on social media and all that, but I don't really know much about you. So I know that you're, you know, you're a fitness coach and you're a health coach for, uh, I mean, you have it specifically for divorced dads, but um, I kind of want to dive into that. So kind of want to dive into your kind of your backstory, a little bit about Adam so that my listeners can kind of get a better understanding of who you are. For sure. Uh, grew up um, Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh, in South Texas, born and raised, uh, still live here today. Um, athletic kid, played a bunch of sports, uh, in through elementary school, up into high school, uh, had a really great high school coach, um, who influenced my life, gave me a lot of structure and discipline, um, moved on from that and lost a lot of that structure and discipline. Didn't do too well in college. Uh, so struggled a bit in college, um, had to move back home and, but still continued in college and then found another uh, avenue within athletics, but more on the recreational side and worked for the rec sports department, at the university that I was at, um, did that for about five and a half years, uh, before starting, uh, my business. Uh, so I have a brick and mortar business also in personal training and fitness and sports performance. Um, and so fitness and athletics and movement have always been a part of my life. Um, and I've, Went through a divorce about two years ago. Um, and, you know, like most other guys, uh, really struggled and women really struggled uh, with that. Still have those uh, times still today, um, but getting through it. But one of the things that I've known throughout my life, and even when I was struggling in college and moved, had to move back home, was working out and exercise really helped my brain and my mind. Um, and I recognized that at the age of 19, 20 years old. Um, and I, even, I know today now as a professional that the more we move, the better we're going to feel. Um, and there's a lot of dads and a lot of pain, uh, going through this process, whether they're, you know, just beginning the process of going through a divorce to, you know, their years in and still struggling with it. And, the impact that that has on them, the impact that has on their kids, uh, the impact that it can even have on the community, um, just because they may have lost a leader uh, that have gone, it's gone through that process and are still struggling. Uh, and so I've created an outlet, um, a private Facebook page uh, called the Resilient Dads Group uh, for dads to find a positive, healthy place uh, that they can share and vent and um, be encouraged by other dads that have gone through the process um, or are in, in it. And some are thriving, some are not thriving uh, and are struggling. But, you know, together we can kind of get through it uh, in a better way rather than isolating ourselves and being on our own. Yeah. 
Um, okay, good. We're going to dive into that, but I want to know uh, how many kids you have. Uh, yeah. What are their ages? Sure. I've got a 14-year-old daughter. She just started her freshman year oh, cool. uh, in high school. She plays volleyball. Um, and I have an 11-year-old son. Uh, he just started middle school. And at the time of this, he was just positively diagnosed with COVID uh, two days oh. ago. And we're isolating. We're quarantining at the moment, um, which is, you know, um, a whole nother reality to where we are right now. Um, and I can kind of talk a little bit about, you know, rules that I had, had set up that as a dad now I have to bend a little bit to, um, you know, make it more comfortable for him um, mm -hmm. and for my daughter and kind of things that structure that I had in place. But, you know, reality um things you have to do as a dad that you know usually you're, you might be a little more structured about you kind of have to change to right. go along with what the circumstances are right how's he feeling he's good um he is uh he's got a little bit of a headache uh stomach's bothering him a little bit he's um definitely has enough lung capacity to yell at his friends on Fortnite. Um, so he's, he's not hurting too bad. Uh, his appetite's off a little bit. Um, but I think he's enjoying the, uh, the time that he's getting to play on his, on his video games and whatnot. Yeah. So I, if you don't mind me asking, are you guys, uh, vaccinated or are you and your daughter vaccinated at least? So I am, uh, and my kids are not, um, okay. my son was too young too. Um, and my daughter's kind of gone back and forth about the vaccine. Um, and yeah, that's, it's a discussion <laughs> that is ongoing. So he's going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, he's going to be in uh quarantine for a little bit. Uh, so he'll yeah, get uh, for the next week, <clears throat> he'll get some, um, I guess, thumb exercises on the uh, Fortnite game, but, uh, uh, are they in school yet or? Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, actually they just started school last week. So they started on Tuesday and then. Uh, they came to my house Wednesday night. Uh, he woke up Thursday morning, not feeling good. I thought it was a stomach bug. And I was like, oh, we'll just get him tested anyways. Sure enough. Wow. Um, he had COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a unique, unique time. Yeah. Well, um, thankfully he's young and uh, healthy and yep. so he'll be fine. Uh, I'm sure of it. Uh, but, uh, just got to stay quarantined and, and stay safe for you guys, you and your daughter, at least uh, to stay kind of away from him as much as possible. But how does that transition, you know, I mean, we're talking about you've been divorced now for two years. How are you and how are you and your spouse doing as far as the communication, as far as your level of, uh, I guess, getting, getting along? Uh, and then also how does him being uh, positive, testing positive for COVID, how does that impact like you guys, um, you know, uh, him living at both your guys' houses. Yeah. So, um, it's, it was interesting at first, um, because, well, I mean, it's, it's interesting, um, just because, so the structure is that they come over to my house on Wednesday and go back to her house on Sunday. Um, but at the same time she got tested just to make sure that she wasn't because she was exposed. Um, but it's, you know, what are the rules, right? And then what's reality? So the rules say he goes back on Sunday. Reality is he's going to need to quarantine with me till probably the following Sunday. Um, and that's going to be the safest thing for everybody. 
And so we're both in agreement um, on that. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, opening up communication uh, to not let our egos and uh, the kids get in, you know, putting the kids priority first rather than what necessarily we want yeah. uh, and what's going to be safest for them uh, yeah. is pretty much is, is the priority at this point. So you guys have a pretty good relationship, even though, you know, you've gone through this divorce and I'm, and I'm sure, you know, divorce is hard. I have not experienced it, but I've had, I have a lot of friends and, you know, that have, and I know that it can be a tough struggle, not only for the adults, but more importantly, the kids, um, you and your wife have a, you and your ex-wife have a good relationship as far as that goes. Uh, it's a working relationship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we make it work and we try and put the kids as the priority, um, so that, it, again, it's not about our egos and so much as what we necessarily want, but what's going to be best uh, for our kids. And it's, you know, it's not easy. Um, it's right. a struggle. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of growing up and maturity that I'll just speak for myself uh, that I have to do um, to make that work. And I don't always do it all that well. Um, I struggle with that. But at the same time, it's, you know, going back to what's going to be in the best interest um, of our kids. Yeah. Now let's, um, let's talk about your, your coaching now. You're, so you've been in fitness for a long time and, and you've coached and things like that. Now, I know that you really, your focus is for divorced dads. Why is that? Why do you focus on, or do you focus on, you know, you, you work with everybody. It's just, you kind of, your focus is divorced dads. So why, why do you think you've gone that route? Sure. So, um, a couple things. Yeah. So I've, I've got client male and female clients. Um, uh, like I've had a personal training business for the past 15 years. Um, and it wasn't until, so I started doing online, uh, health coaching and fitness coaching. I want to say in 20, the end of 2019. Yeah. The end of 2019. Um, and, and I, I'd already been divorced and I was, you know, looking to who I can serve best like what is where can i relate to other people best um and what have i been through in my life that i can also i think lend um some assistance to that uh, might be unique um rather than just you know general population and so i've had I've been fortunate enough going through my divorce process i had some really great uh, men show up uh dad um, and married, divorced, um, just some really strong men that showed up during that time to help me get through that process. Um, and I keep saying the word process because it is, it's ongoing. It's not going to stop. Um, and people sometimes get upset. Well, why are you targeting just, or why are you identifying just with divorced dads? They're single dads or their dads or, um, but I think once you've been through a divorce, like you get it, like it's an upheaval, upheaval of your life that is unlike any other thing that um, you're going to go through. Um, and there's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of just hard stuff. I was going to use another word, but um, that you go through um, that you don't know unless you go through it. And um and so I wanted to be able to reach a, a group uh, that I could em empathize with, that I could relate to, they could relate to me. Um, and it's, so it's not just about sets and reps 
and eating your broccoli and your chicken, but it's like, let's create a new identity for yourself. Um, that's bigger than just fitness or bigger than just getting a six pack. Um, it's like, how am I going to move forward in a healthy way into the next chapter of my life? And so that's, and yeah, I mean, the suicide rate for divorced men uh, versus uh, divorced women is like nine times. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's way too high. And I know I'm not going to have a huge impact on that, but you know, I've talked to guys who had the gun in their mouth and they were there by the grace of God, they didn't pull the trigger, Um, but they get to that point. And if, you know, if I can talk to somebody or help them come out of depression by working out again or by eating better or seeing themselves in a different light, then I mean, that's part of what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I know that, uh, you know, it can be tough for uh, dads that uh, are in a relationship with their spouse and have kids involved um, to go through something like a divorce. Uh, obviously, divorce is, is something that we as, as dads don't want to experience. We don't want our kids to have to deal with it. Uh, what, you know, what lessons, if you were to talk to dads out there that may be going through this or about to go through it or have gone through it, what what lessons uh, would you say you've learned in this, in this journey or this chapter that you've gone through? Yeah. Uh, that's a really good question. I would say communication uh, with your kids, but age appropriate communication with your kids um, yeah. is crucial. Uh, I definitely struggled with that. Um, letting my kids know what's going on in my life. Um I tend to not share as much. Um, I think some might go the other direction and I think it's a learning process as well. Like what's appropriate, what's not. Um, One thing, definitely not throwing your ex uh, under the bus Mm -hmm. uh, or speaking ill of her. I think goes a huge way. Showing appreciation um, and concern for your ex in front of your kids with your kids, regardless of how you feel. Uh, I think just going forwards, uh, is probably is the best practice. Um, even if it's not reciprocated on the other side, taking the high road at every opportunity, uh, I think is crucial. Uh, and then understanding like your kids, their lives are just been turned upside down as well. So it's not just about you anymore. It's about um, what they have to go through. Um, and they're going in between different houses. They have different sets of clothes. It's like um, their life's been turned upside down just as much as yours has. Um, and, you know, in some instances, it's really when parents aren't behaving uh, maturely, it just really trickles down to the kids and puts a huge burden on them. Uh, and I've worked with and talked with a bunch of dads that it's like the kids get stuck. Um, yeah. and so for us, uh, it's just to be as strong as we can and not make it about us and make it about the kids as much as possible. And then communicate how much you love your kids, um, and how much you want to spend time with them. And when you have time with them, be as present as possible. Um, you know, 
everyone talks about putting the phone down. That's probably the simplest, but maybe not the easiest thing to do is just to be present with your kids and give them as much time and attention as possible. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's so important when, um, <clears throat> as I said, I have not gone through a divorce, but um, just knowing that the, the people that I have experienced in my life that have gone through it, uh, the one thing that I think about are the kids. I don't think about what the adults are going through because listen, you guys are adults. You guys will learn how to, how to manage and get through things. Kids don't know how to manage that. Kids don't know how to go through, you know, they don't understand that. So I think it's so important for us uh, as, you know, if there's a dad out there that's listening to this, that may be going through or about to go through a divorce, um, put your kids first and uh, put your ego aside. Uh, that's hard for, you know, that's hard for dads to do. Uh, put the ego aside and uh, do what's best for the kids. Uh, don't think about yourself. Don't even think about, you know, what's best for your, for your spouse or ex-spouse. Think about your kids because uh, they're the ones that are still growing. They're the ones that are still developing. They're the ones that are still learning. And so it's important um, that that is your priority. Your kids are your priority. Um, so <clears throat> I'm glad that you said that. Now, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, kind of obviously maybe regrets that you may have had in this whole process, because I think that's important for dads to also understand. I know we talk about, you know, the lessons you've learned and, and how we need to learn to put our kids first. And that should be in, in any, whether we're divorced or not, putting your kids right. first should always, should always be a priority. But um, what, what kind of regrets have, do you have, or do you have any uh, in this process? Obviously maybe a regret of wishing that you and your spouse could have worked it out that may be one, um, but uh, what, what, is there any regrets that you may have? Um, yeah, I mean, communication, I think, is the big, biggest one. Uh, I think just a lack of communication between um, myself uh, with my ex. Um, and then I think also with my kids and just letting them know, you know, what, again, age appropriately, what's going on. Um, are you open me. with them about everything? I mean, are you pretty, I mean, they are older, so, uh, they kind of have an understanding of what's going on. Are you pretty open with them or do you, are there some things you just kind of, you know, that's not none, really none of their business. I don't need to go there with them. Uh, yeah. So it just kind of depends on the situation, uh, and what it is, uh, and what's going on, uh, in life, like between their mom and I, like there's some stuff that we're not, we don't necessarily talk about with them. Um, just with the divorce and then, um, our own stuff that we're working through. Uh, and then, but in terms of like school and life and those decisions, that sort of stuff, like all of that's open and that's on the table. Um, so other regrets, I mean, obviously like, um, Yeah. I mean, just the whole divorce uh, thing and the guilt that goes along um, with that uh, and not succeeding and failing. But at the same time, it's like looking for lessons that can be taught of um, how we can make those obstacles things that didn't work out uh, be lessons for them going forwards. Um, and, you know, what a healthy relationship looks like versus not a healthy relationship looks like. Um, and using myself as an example, uh, so that they don't make the same mistakes or, uh, look for a partner that is going to say, do, or be, uh, a particular way. 
and now as they're getting older, like talking about relationships and um, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, uh, what to expect. Um, so it's more of, yeah, I don't know if I'd say regrets is more of just learning opportunities um, that I can put in front of my kids uh, now, like you said, as they're getting older. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, with your daughter, you know, she's 14 now, that's, she's starting to get to that age where she's gonna, yeah, she's gonna start having, you know, uh, I guess, interest in boys, and, you know, that you got that whole dynamic that you're about to go through that whole chapter of her life that she's about to go through. Um, And, you know, with the struggles that you and your ex have had, um, hopefully, the communication or the level of communication with your daughter uh, is that in its pointing to how important maintaining strong relationships, uh, you know, is or are. And it's, uh, it's something that, uh, you know, we struggle with just as parents in general, uh, when our kids have these outside relationships, how important it is to continue to um, teach them uh, respect, uh, and those kinds of things. So I think that's, that's important. I think, you know, for you as a, as a dad, and, uh, you know, uh, your spouse or your ex-spouse as well, that it's, you guys got to continue that open communication with her and teaching her that, you know, Hey, you and your, your, your mom and I didn't, you know, we couldn't kind of work things out, but uh, it doesn't always work, you know, work that way. You know, there's important ways or, or I guess there's structures that you need to know or, or things you need to learn to maintain relationships and maintain a healthy relationship, the respect to how you treat, you know, whether it's a boyfriend uh, or for a boy, a girlfriend or vice versa, you know? Uh, so it's all important. So I'm glad that you shared that. Um, go ahead. And I think, yeah. Um, you, you mentioned the word respect. I think something else that we also try and focus on is respect for yourself. Um, Absolutely. And what, what's appropriate for them and that that's okay. Uh, that they can have respect for themselves and they can say, no, that's not going to work for me. Um, and fortunately we have a very smart um daughter who does not mind telling you what she thinks. Um, and she's been brought up that way. Uh, so we really encourage her to continue, um, that, you know, that behavior and, uh, that way of thinking. Uh, so we're we're pretty fortunate in that regard. And, um, my ex-spouse is, is the same way as well. Like she's, um, very strong, um, and willing to, you know, speak what's important to her. Uh, and I think she's passed that down to our daughter, daughter as well. And so I, I get to have the unique experience of, you know, talking to her about boys and their expectations and um, her being a strong young woman and she has her own um, boundaries that she can set up for herself and kind of, uh, and all of that is okay um, to have those. So it's, it's an interesting time and it's a fun time uh, for us right now. And we're just going to continue doing that same uh, behavior with her. Awesome. Well, let me ask you one more question. Um, You know, thinking about, you know, that maybe the challenges your kids are going through uh, is there, is there, a, a level of communication with your um, ex that you, if your kids are struggling with something and maybe it's something that really requires both of your input, meaning you and your ex, uh, your, your guys's input with the kids. 
do you guys, can you guys sit down together and talk to them or do you guys keep that pretty, pretty separate? Cause oh, I think yeah. that's an, I, I, the reason I bring that up is cause I think it's super important that, you know, especially if our kids are struggling, maybe they're getting, I don't know, I'm just using an example, but maybe they're getting bullied at school or, you know, maybe they've, maybe they're starting to, uh, do things that, uh, you know, maybe they're got in, maybe they stole something or they're getting it, hanging out with the wrong crowd. I mean, I would think that even though you guys are separated, I would think that as, as parents, it's important that you both sit down together with the kids. Do you feel the same or is that, um, is that something you guys do? Yeah. So fortunately we haven't had really, uh, we've been divorced, uh, two years now and haven't had any of, you know, major, um, issues come up other than like here recently, like the COVID thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we all had to get together and we had to talk about what we were going to do, uh, going forwards. Um, then we were in her driveway, uh, yesterday afternoon, the day before, like trying to hash it all out. Um, who's going to go where, how, who's getting tested when, uh, so yeah, I mean, two minds are better than one. Um, mm. and you know, again, putting our egos aside and what necessarily want, and what our right. kid, what's going to be best and needed for the kids, um, is, uh, in my situation is probably is, is easier. Um, man, there's some hard situations out there, um, yeah. that it's, not that easy. Um, really just some tough sh struggling, um, dads and, you know, moms. Um, but yes, I agree 100% that if you can get on the same page, um, and make the kids the priority and not ourselves, or our egos or our situation or our timetable or whatever, that's hands down the best solution every time. Yeah, I would agree. Um, well, listen, Adam, thank you very much for, for being on the show, brother. I really appreciate it. Um, where can my listeners find you if they want to look, look, look you up, learn a little bit more about you? What's the best place for them to do that? Yeah, so two uh, places, um, Adam Farrell on Facebook and then on Instagram, The Resilient Dad on Facebook. Or I'm sorry, on Instagram. Okay, excellent, excellent. Um, well, thank you again. I really appreciate you being on. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad we got a chance to know each other. And uh, I'll keep your son in my prayers uh, for him, for speedy, speedy recovery and look forward to uh, staying in touch with you. Likewise. I appreciate what you do, Brian. Thank you guys, everybody, for, uh, for the watching, listening to another episode of Dad Up. Appreciate it. Make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, hit the like button when you guys see the, uh, see the episode that's on my social media. But make sure you guys subscribe. Leave a rating. Leave a review. I'd love you guys' feedback. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of Dad Up. Thanks for listening to the Dad Up podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next weekly episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review. And if you know someone this show can help, be sure to share it with them. Want to learn more? Check out the website at daduptribe.com or leave Brian a message on Instagram at daduppodcast.